Psalm 100. All right, let me uh, read it one more time, and then um, we'll dive into these questions and see how far we get in about 10 minutes or so. All right, a psalm for thanksgiving. And by the way, I read the title because it is part of the original inspired text. Um, a lot of reasons for that. But in this title, we're given the purpose, the reason for uh, this psalm. We're not given who the author is. Some people have ideas, but the focus here isn't on who wrote it, but on who the subject of the psalm is. So what is the purpose of this psalm? Focus on God. Thanksgiving, right? A psalm for Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, the word there is the one Samuel used as for uh, when thank offerings were being offered. So it was a, a psalm to guide and instruct when you were going up to the temple, when this was first written, to give thank offerings to the Lord. Now, um, the first question I ask you, and let me read this and then we'll get to that. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord Himself is God. It is He who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Bless His name. For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and His faithfulness to all generations. All right, this is an interesting psalm and in how it's constructed. Did you feel the? there's really a, a, a short, um, rapid-fire uh, tone to this psalm? Did you notice that? Um, what were some of the commands that you picked up here? How many did you see? What were some of the commands? Seven commands? Is that what you got? Okay. Eight. Seven, eight. Oh, good, we're going to have an argument. All right. No, we're not, right? Because we're all going to be humble. Um, now, what are some of those commands? Shout joyfully. First one right off the bat. Serve the Lord. Come before Him. Yeah, you can just go right down. The, uh, enter with thanksgiving. Know the Lord Himself is God. Enter His gate courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. And bless His name. Right? You see these short, uh, rapid commands that that he gives here and what's the what's the nature of these commands he doesn't just say uh, uh shout to the lord he doesn't just say come to the lord come before him there's also some adverbs are thrown in here the manner in which these are to be carried out what is that joyfully you see how that's repeated shout joyfully to the lord um, some translations i said says make a joyful noise that's actually a bad translation. This is not just a noise. This is a shout. In fact, in 1 Samuel, the Philistines are describing uh, the army of Israel as it was coming for battle. I think 1 Samuel 4. And the, this same word is used four or five different times. And the uh, Philistines were saying how, how the, the Israelites were coming and they were shouting. And that's so loud that the earth resounded. They could hear the rumble of the troops. And that's the same word that's used here. There's, at times, this shout is not just a murmur. It's not just a noise. There's some volume attached to it. What, uh, what are the other words? Shout joyfully. Thankfulness, right? Gratitude, gladness, praise, thanksgiving, right? What's the tone here of this psalm? Reverence. Okay, good. What was over here? Happiness, right? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, celebration. celebration. Yeah, exuberance, right? Activity. You don't get the picture of, uh, you know, a funeral procession, do you? 
And yet how many churches is that kind of seems what's going on as people enter in and begin singing? You almost think you were at a funeral as opposed to what is being presented here. Um, now these commands uh, that he gives... Uh, the nature of the commands, there's joy, exuberance, gladness, thanksgiving, gratitude. What, who, who are they directed towards? Somebody picked up early. I think it was you, Tiffany. Um, how do we see that here? Look again at these commands. Shout joyfully to the Lord. Serve. Come before. Know that the Lord, He has made us. We're His people, His pasture. Enter. His gates and His courts give thanks, bless, for the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting. His faithfulness. Who's this psalm about? It may seem like a simple no-duck question, but think about this. In our worship and, and praise and singing to God, how often is God really the object? You really think about it. Tim brought up a great point earlier. He was talking about how, you know, he I guess they have like a music director Starbucks hangout place where they go and talk. Right? All right. And, and as these guys are talking together, you know, he mentioned that a lot of guys in his position uh, get a lot of, um, uh, uh, shall I just call them uh, helpful suggestions um, about usually what, Tim? Okay, why don't we do all my favorite songs? What are some other things? More hymns? Less hymns? Why do we have this or that instrument? Why don't we have this or that instrument? Why don't we do more of this or that? Why, right? Why is it so noisy? Ruth, come on, it's not that Some of these things are are helpful and important considerations. But many of the suggestions that are offered often have to do with what I'm comfortable with when I sing. What I want to experience when I'm involved in a worship service. And the question often or the, the, the thing often considered is, what am I getting out of it? And we ask that question is, what do I think of this service as opposed to, what does God think of it? That's the question we need to be asking, right? And this psalm tells us, it gives us an indication. This is a, a, a writer who's inspired by the Holy Spirit to write these things down, to give us instruction and direction in how we're to approach God with gratitude and with joy. And sometimes that's with a little bit of volume. Singing, shouting joyfully. God wants that. We can go through the Psalms and look at different instruments and things like that too. And, and I understand there's cultural sensitivity and, and other things like that. And we, we need not want to offend or anything like that. But at the same time, I think a lot of times, do we enter a worship service asking ourselves, is God going to be pleased with this? Or asking ourselves, do I like this? Very important distinction. This Psalm is emphatically telling us, this is all about directing things toward God, directing praise to God. It's Him we are here to serve. It's Him we are here to sing to. It's Him. Is that the right grammar? It's He. He, sorry. He, that's where I get to pull out my engineering card. I'm an engineer. I don't, my grammar stinks. All right. It's He that is the focus of our praise. Right? That's a, a clear message just from seeing how many times God is the focus and object. Okay, so we've got the commands. 
uh, the manner of the commands, the object of the commands. Why? Why are we called to shout joyfully? Why are we to come before Him with joyful singing? Why are we to enter His gates with thanksgiving? What reasons are given here? We belong to Him. He made us. That's kind of something we should be joyful about, isn't it? You wouldn't be here in this room if God didn't give you parents. and They wouldn't be here if God didn't give them parents. You wouldn't be created unless God formed you in the womb of your mother. Psalm 139 talks about that, right? So He made you. That's a pretty good reason to have grateful singing to Him. What else? Yeah, we see at the end His character, right? The Lord is good. He is faithful. And His loving kindness is everlasting. What else? What, is that, what image does that give us? Sheep are dumb and they have to follow. And who is it that they follow? A shepherd, right? We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. It's not just that He created us. It's not just that He's God. He's a shepherd. We have a relationship with Him, right? And He leads us not to dry ground. Not to. I spent the last week in a very hot place in the desert down in Mexico. God doesn't take us to those places. He takes us to green pastures. Psalm 23, right? Talks about this. These are all reasons to, and things you need to remind yourselves of, you know, because when sometimes on Sundays or Sunday nights, Sunday morning, Wednesdays, or times that we're singing together, we're kind of tired. You know, today was a long day, right, Brock? <laughs> today was a long day. <laughs> VBS and other things going on, several you may have been different activities, and you come back here, and oh, I'm kind of tired, right? And God understands that. And as these words are flashed on the screen and we're being led to sing, these are the things we need to remind ourselves of. This is God I'm coming before. He's my shepherd. He cares for me. He's been good to me. He loves me. He's worthy of my singing with a glad heart. Maybe it's a tired heart, but a glad heart. Now, when we think about gladness, what is that? Just joy. What do you think he's referring to there? Desire? Okay, good. Uh, what is that indicative? Could we all come and sing with a smile on our face? How hard is that? It's easy to put a smile on, right? On the face. How about the heart? Right? That's what he's talking about here. Joy from the heart. Now, if you were to outline this psalm, I don't know if you saw, there's a, there's a pretty neat little structure in here. Um, anyone pick up on, how would you outline this psalm? Anyone willing to kind of stick their neck out a little bit and... Give it, yeah. We sort of came to the conclusion that an observation on how to praise the Lord, why there is, how to praise the Lord, and why we praise the Lord in general. So you took the whole psalm and kind of divided it that way into those three. Okay, good. Thematic. Is she raising her hand for you, Jeff? What, what did she come up with? <laughs> okay, that works. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. Okay, good. Another thematic approach, taking the psalm as a whole. Did you notice the, uh, it's interesting, it looks like to me two stanzas here. The first stanza is verses 1 to 3, where the focus is the joyfulness and gratitude, or joyfulness and gladness. And then he, he says, and the reason is that we're his sheep, he's our God. 
And then the second stands in verses 4 and 5. He goes back to a call to praise, and this time to praise with gratitude. And then he gives the reasons there at the end. So there's this structure of a, the call to praise, uh, the, the object of pra- or the manner of praise, and then the reason in both of these sections. How would you guys title this psalm? If you were to give it just a one-sentence summary. Anyone who hasn't answered yet? Joyful Thanksgiving? Okay, good. Any others? How would you summarize the whole psalm? Thankful worship to our good Creator. Exuberantly praise the Lord because He is our good God. Okay, good. Any others? God is worthy of our joyful praise. The same name? Well, if two people agree, we got it. There it is. Yeah, I I titled it, Give God Exuberant Praise. Uh, Something like that. Obviously, the action here, this is a psalm that is a call to action. If anything else you pick up from the psalm, it's a psalm that says, Hey, praise God. Praise God. By the way, did I tell you praise God? And it is a call to give exuberant praise. Exuberant, um, full of joy, passion, excitement. You know, and I think that sometimes we are shy away from the emotional aspect. You know, some people go off on the deep end with this and they come just for that emotional experience and singing to them is all about the emotion. And I know we want to be careful of that, but I also want to encourage you, when, you're demo- when your emotions are directed to God as an expression of your relationship in God, then it's a good thing. Because this psalm is calling us to an emotional outpouring, really, isn't it? How can you be shouting joyfully without your emotions being involved? How can you be singing with gladness? How can you be blessing God's name? That's verbal gratitude and respect. How can you be entering His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise if emotions are not involved? Right? So don't fear emotions, but they need to be directed and be brought about and encouraged and come from the right place. And that is a desire to express joy in God, in your relationship in Him, and directing that praise to Him. Does it make sense? So give God exuberant praise. So just as a bookend of what Tim was bringing up a little earlier, and just an encouragement to, uh, you know, it'd be great each Sunday as you come to church, maybe read this psalm again, just to remind you. It's one that our family has memorized, because I think it just gives a great um, platform outline encouragement for having right, God-honoring praise given to Him. And it's what He wants. He is a God who loves singing. He is a God who desires singing, but not just singing for the sake of singing, right? Singing to Him because of our joy in Him. And with that, I'm going to pray, and then I think we are going to sing one more song, and then Brock's going to come up after that, okay? Lord, we would desire to honor You with our praise. You've given us such a a wonderful gift, Lord, these, these voices that we have, and and Lord, the ability to sing. Lord, you've given us your word that provides direction into what to sing and who to sing to and, and how to sing. God, forgive us that our, our uh, songs to you are, are not with uh, the joy and the, the gratitude that, that they need to be. Lord, we're often so distracted. We're often uh, so uh, worn down at times and struggling with sin or just living life. And help us, God, as we come before you that we would offer you a singing that is honoring to you. And Lord, in the end, you said in your word, it uplifts our soul. As David said in Psalm 13, singing is one of the ways that helped him with discouragement. And Father, I pray that uh, our singing would be honoring to you, that your spirit would move in us to bring you the praise, the exuberant praise that you so richly deserve. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.